Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. We've got a lot of good music for you. Good music time and the temperature too. And we don't ever want to make you blue. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. We're going to start without further ado. Playing your favorite old and new. So good morning, good morning from all of the crew. He's coming now, he'll take a bow. When he plays the music. <laughs> talking of genies and bottles and uh, Aladdins and stuff like that, um, we are talking Aladdin. Squire Performing Arts um, Centre at the on Arboretum Street. And in the studio from the NUH Panto, we've got uh, Gareth Howell, um, who plays the part of Abba I got that right the first time. I've been <laughs> well done, very impressed. All morning, I have. Uh, and Andrea West and Sophie West as well. Good morning, all. It's nice to meet you all. Good morning. Good morning. Thank nice you for inviting us in. Yeah, Abs- absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. Uh, now then, um, the, the NUH Pantomime Society, um, how long has it been going? You know, I think we've been running for 41 years now. So, so it's been going quite a, quite a few yeah, years and we're, we're proud to be carrying on the tradition of pantomime in the hospital. Marvellous. Um, and um, j- just tell me how all three of you got involved with, um, with, with this uh, particular society. Well, I'll start. Um, hi, I'm Andrea. I'm. Uh, I, this is my second panto that I've been doing. We saw it advertised, and I just thought I said to my daughter Sophie, "Hey, that would be really, really great fun." Uh, so we went along for the audition, and there you go. The rest is history, and we absolutely love it. Yes, and all the atmosphere. Everyone just has fun while we're doing all the rehearsals and while we're on stage. See, that's that's one good thing about Panto. You can have the fun and everything. Um, and, and, I mean, even when it, it's it's being performed, you can have the fun because the director gives you a little bit of wiggle room. Um, well, I give them a, too much wiggle room, people could say. They're, they can be very <laughs> troublesome to... Uh, you know, medical staff can be difficult to direct at times, but they're very, they're very good to me. And, uh, you know, they're such a talented cast that they, they don't need much in the way of direction. How did you get involved, Gareth? Well, I, I got involved, it must have been 14, 15 years ago. I've always loved the magic of pantomime, you know, the songs, the glitter, the dancing. It's all so happy-go-lucky, it's, it's proper theatre interacting. So I actually looked out for a, a panto that I could join, and then people told me there was a hospital one, and I thought, well, do you know what, in that case, I have to join the hospital one. So I, I, I was actually went looking for the Pantomime Society. <laughs> Now all of the all of the cast in the panther, of course, they all work uh, in in a medical field as well. So let's let's go round the table again. Um, so, what sort of medical field are you in, all involved in? Um, I work for uh, digital services, and I am currently the executive uh, assistant to Andy Callow and Nikki Turner. Um, I've actually been in NU, um, NUH for about two and a half years. Uh, my background is actually um, banking. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love working in this great, great that, environment. That's only just down the road from, uh, from where the studios are. It as is, well, yeah. Right? No that's wonder you got here first. <laughs> you, you knew the way. Um, so, so, so I've worked in the Trust for about five years now. Um, currently, I'm a medical PA in cardiology. Um, so, yes. <laughs> Gareth? Whereas these days I'm a, I'm a chief inspector for the police and uh, a history teacher, so I'm afraid I've, I'm no longer with the uh, the NHS. I've, I've moved sideways, as it were. But <laughs> I've, since I've been in the, the Panther Society for so many years, I've, I've just sort of remained, haven't I? Try yes, and, you have. Try and pitch in with everyone still. And apart from playing... I, I, I know I get this wrong. 
Abakanaza, uh, you're also the director um, uh, as well. So, how big is the bunch that's uh, that's performing Aladdin? Do you know, it's a it's a huge group actually because there are around twenty of us that are on stage. But it's not just the people who are on stage. There's also a lot of people who volunteer to be in the band, which they have uh, around ten people in actually for to cover the the different shows. And there's the the front of house and the backstage team there are the team that do the, the lighting and the sound and so i i reckon that we've got just under 50 people who are, are working on on aladdin to try and bring the to bring the story to life uh, some people are involved in writing our the, the scripts some people in choreographing the the dances and so although you'll see just under 20 people there's actually a, a huge number of people who are working behind the scenes to try and bring this to the people of nottingham it's like the the old iceberg thing isn't it you know what you see on top and then there's the massive amount um, and, and it's the same as any other sort of local theatre, isn't it? You, you've got all the people that, all the little cogs, if you like, that uh, keep everything turning and, uh, and, and just keep it running um, successfully. So. Yeah, definitely. We're just one huge family. We yeah, really are, aren't we? Family. Yeah, we're just yeah. there supporting each other, having that fun, and yeah, it's fantastic. And I think that's highly the, recommend it. Oh, definitely. And I think that's the same with, with all theatre, all local theatre. They're all like one, they're an extended family. You've got your family at home, and then. You've got your family at the theatre, I mean, yeah, and, and it's lovely uh, that uh, yeah, people are there for each other. So, I mean, you've got jobs and, and everything, and uh, and then you've got the panto, you've got your family life. How does how do you manage to fit everything in, especially rehearsals? Because rehearsals can be quite uh, lengthy, can't they? Yeah, we just make it work. Um, I mean, Sophie and I are guiding leaders as well, so we do that as well during the week. So, yeah, we have a very busy schedule, but I think that, you know, Definitely. you need to live life to the full and just enjoy. And, yeah, we just uh, we just love love doing different things and um, you know so we absolutely make it work definitely and definitely show week we might be a bit tired but we're, <laughs> we're still there 100 percent yes do you get the after show blues very much definitely so. you know, it's, um, <laughs> as soon as it because it, it takes over your life particularly during show yeah. week so you'll you know you'll go to work you'll then rush to the rush to the theater to put on the show get into makeup part on the show that the great high of being in front of the audience and then you'll go out celebrating as a cast then get to uh, get to bed a few hours sleep and do it again and again and again and, and the, the day after it all stops and you suddenly have free time and you know it, you, you start to wonder what you did with uh, with yeah. that before before panto season began it, there is a real emptiness I suppose after panto just because it is so happy and it's with such great people yeah. and you're know, so proud to work with everyone that uh, that you get used to having them around, I suppose. Yeah. You know, it, it it's same with me with going to the theatre. Uh, I mean, you, you know, I'm sort of what out all everywhere basically. Anyone, anywhere, where anybody will have me. And that bit sort of after Christmas when you've done all the pantos and everything, and then you come to the beginning of New Year and sort of around about Christmas, you think, I'm looking forward to you know that uh, those few weeks off. And at the moment, I'm thinking, where's my next? Where's my next theatre thing? You know, so mm. you, you get twitchy, don't you? You know, yeah. sort of thinking i mean i've got plenty of stuff to do but I, i'm always looking forward to the next uh, next bit of theater uh, as well and uh, and i suppose it's, it's like that sort of you know when you're in sort of some theatrical organization like you like you're in it's always looking for the next one yeah. yes yeah very much so and so we're, we're talking about doing something else as a cast perhaps over the uh, over the summer just because Although we'll start working on the next panto in, uh, we'll hold auditions in September. So if anybody is working in the hospital and would like to to join for the next show, then September first Monday they'll be we'll hold auditions for the next next year's show. 
but there's talk of us perhaps doing something together as a group over the summer as well. So something for us to you know, watch this space, really. They're still in, we're still in discussions about that. Brilliant. And if we find out anything, we'll let people know as well. I could have had a word with Dr. Range for you. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's in the medical profession and yeah, he'd have been fine. So he's only, he's only up Manchester. Um, so, but let's talk about the, the panto role, Sam, because it's lad in that you're in. Um, Andrea and Sue, what, what are your roles? So um, we're part of the um, chorus, so we're doing lots of different dance routines. Um, some we're definitely um, get us going <laughs> on and off. Yeah, lots of singing, lots yes, of dancing. Um, yeah, you'll see uh, lots of costume changes. Um, and I'm also, I've got a, a little part as a chief executioner, but I'm yes. not going to tell you where oh. that fits in. So I'm quite <laughs> happy to wear the outfit. I did actually volunteer for that. So, you know, call me crazy, but we we we, uh, we like we all like the uh, the daft bits, don't we? And the, the chorus line is at the heart of a panto, isn't it? So your, your villagers, your executioners, your, your shoppers in market scenes, your our dancing crew, your mummies. your mummies, mummies trying to spread the fort off by uh, Aladdin and Wishy Washy. <laughs> We, uh, we can't keep you to our stage, can we? No, no, no. <laughs> Once we're wrong, we're there. <laughs> you, you see, that? that's what sort of... It, it doesn't bug me, but when people come in and they say that, oh, I'm only in the ensemble, take that word only out, because it's, it's a hard job, isn't it? Sort of... Yeah. I mean, you could be on stage more times than what the lead character could be in, in some... Uh, they very much parts. are, so Yes, yeah. we are. I think, uh, I think we'll need a, a shepherd's crook to try and drag them off that, <laughs> uh, that stage by the end of the, the show. Gareth, you're playing, uh, as we've mentioned before, Abakanaza. Um Tell us a little bit about the, the character. For anybody who's never heard of Abakanaza before, and I'm going to keep saying Abakanaza now I've learned how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> uh, so... What well, sort of Abakanaza are you? Well, spoiler alert, there is a, there is a, a, a grab for power. There is a magic lamp that could yet give me power over all the world. And it will allow emperors to kneel before me and rush to do my bidding. If I can just get this one magical artefact, as although I am the most powerful wizard in all the world, <laughs> still it is not enough. I want more, <laughs> more power. And hence my bid to Peking to steal the, the Aladdin's uh, magic lamp. He's not getting into the, the whole role there, is he? It's, like, it's a little bit of a spoil. <laughs> he loves it. He absolutely loves it. And so, uh, and so I will then I, I meet up with Aladdin, try and deceive Aladdin to fetch me the magic lamp because there's a curse that allows only the pure of heart to to recover the lamp, which of course is not me, not uh, not by a long shot. And so I try and manipulate Aladdin and Wishy Washy to do my bidding, and yet. Ultimately, Aladdin wants to, to to marry the princess, and so will he be able to overcome my evil schemes? You'll have to come along, I suppose, to to see. See, I should have had one of those things which goes da da da, da. da. <laughs> but we haven't got one of those anyway. So, notice how sort of his voice has changed. Sort of as soon as you start talking, he he's in the role, he's in the character already. Um, so now, is he a musical? Yeah, I'd say yeah. all pantos are musicals, really. Yeah, it's I, a I bit think of both, really. Yeah, there, there is uh, there is dialogue and scripting, but you're right. We do bounce from song and dance mm. routine to song and dance routine, <laughs> and uh, some of the cast um, they have a, a fantastic singing voice. So Teresa, who plays the genie, has a, a wonderful voice, as does uh, Richeldis, who plays the princess. Beth, who's playing Aladdin. And so they, they they whereas I I can't carry a tune in a bucket, quite frankly, and so. <laughs> 
Although I, although I do sing, I have to be very careful about what songs I, uh, I even dare attempt because there's, there's some things that you just don't want to impose upon a, on an audience. <laughs> now I'm not going to ask you what songs they are because they're always kept sort of really secretly in, under wraps and everything for people to actually, you know, turn up and find out. Uh, is it a is it a mix of sort of the, your usual panto mix of music, you know, sort of throughout, throughout decades? And is there going to be some from Aladdin? the film the disney there actually isn't a film from aladdin but you will know all the songs that are in it they you know they are popular songs that i'm sure you've played on your radio station and all others and they've been in other you know uh, musicals yeah. different, shows, yeah. different yeah. shows and things so i think it is a mix but i don't think actually we have no i don't from. think we've taken any from aladdin no, no, no. but we, we do have a collection of of modern of modern hits and a few that are described as you know wedding dance uh <laughs> Evening do songs, so <laughs> you know. For I mean, my my memory of those are, are my mum drunk dancing to to Abba, and if that's your sort of thing, there's those sort of songs. And uh, if you're after more recent hits, then you won't be disappointed there either. And so, no, although we've not taken anything from the the Disney Aladdin, uh, due to due to song rights and yeah, uh, and such, yeah. we uh, we have got a broad range of songs that I think everyone will be able will know and be able to sing along to. And yeah, join definitely. In. Stomp, stompers are in there. Yeah. Yes, definitely. There's a definite uh, a feel of, of the stomper uh, in, in the in the panto. Right, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break from music. This is from Aladdin, so you won't be hearing this in the panto. Um, but uh, this is a whole new world. I can show you the world shining, shimmering, splendid. Oh, Peebo Bryson and uh, Regina Bell and A Whole New World taken from the soundtrack of Aladdin. One of the songs that you won't be hearing um, at uh, Aladdin at the Squad Performing Arts Centre on Arboretum Street uh, by the NUH Panto. In the studio, we've got Gareth, uh, Andrea and Sophie uh, from the Panto. Now, the Squad Performing Arts Centre, it's, it's a new venue, isn't it, for, for mm. NUH Pantos? Uh, I believe it used to be done... Um, in inside the hospital was it oh yes, yes. we used to perform in lecture yeah. theatre one in the in the hospital uh, in the hospital ground floor and that was great because it was with almost everybody working in the hospital and so many people coming from the wards to watch it as well as from the surrounding uh, community it was nice to have it in house in the in the in the hospital but you're right this year we've had to, to move to uh, to new facilities yeah. and we're, we're very glad to be able to, to go and perform at the Squires Performing Arts Centre. It's very kind of them to, to have us. But uh, it's going to be all new for us, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah. new. Yeah, We might even have some uh, proper uh, ch um, <laughs> changing rooms, you think? You, well, I told that we do have a proper... Ch rather than getting changed in a hospital corridor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, having been in the society for 14 years, I can say some of my happiest memories, strange, here in hospital corridors <laughs> during show week. <laughs> People passing by and, pe and finding somebody semi-naked uh, getting changed in, in the corridor. Gave, uh, <laughs> certainly Certainly <laughs> a load of trainee doctors were surprised when one year our chorus line ran into the back of a lecture theatre to start getting changed between scenes to, to discover that it wasn't an empty lecture theatre <laughs> after all. <laughs> a lesson or two of anatomy was learnt that day. <laughs> so from one theatre to another, uh, you could say. Um, so, I mean, let, let's stay on that, uh, that note of embarrassing moments. What's been the most embarrassing moments that, that you three have had in theatre land? 
<laughs> Andrew and Sophie are now looking at each other. Now, that, that normally means we've got nothing to tell or we're not going to tell you anyway. I think it's got to be the, the side of stage getting changed, isn't it, really? Because yeah. you've got all these hundreds of people walking past you on and off stage and there you are. Luckily, we are not naked. We have, obviously, undergarments. But, yeah, it's got to be like, yeah, you, you see people in a different light when, yeah. you've got, when you're yeah. half clothed. Quite literally. Yeah, 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 definitely. Or forgetting to put the right shoes on, I think, as well, oh, isn't yes, it? Right? Definitely. Or go, you know, or going on stage with the wrong, yeah, either the wrong footwear or the wrong tights or the wrong colour or yeah, or something back to front. It's got, yeah, that, that's that's got to be our worst nightmare. I think, <laughs> yes. don't you think, Sophie? Definitely. Whereas if you've ever seen uh, Peter Pan goes wrong or. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I sit there watching. I love the, that show, but I sit there thinking that I, I've committed all those errors <laughs> and mistakes. There was a seat. There was a scene one year involving a load of us in a in a boat sailing off to try and rescue a princess. I think I was playing the but the a butcher, the the the, the silly brother character, and we, that scene was we were stuck on an endless doom loop. We none of us could remember the 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 script properly, but we could all remember at least bits of it. And we must have gone round that scene again and again and again. And do you know what? I, I thought we could all die in that boat. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> and that that is a scene in what one. I think it's the play that goes wrong. Yes, uh, isn't it where they keep that that loop and uh, the despair of looking across the stage as someone <laughs> delivers the same line for the fourth time, and you're staring at them, knowing what line they're meant to be saying to get us out of that boat, and yet still they kept on returning to it, and you you look out of the stage and see hundreds of faces absolutely loving it because they are fully aware that you are trapped and so all these people in a cardboard cutout boat staring at <laughs> someone who works in the emergency department who will remain nameless to save their blushes <laughs> desperately failing to remember the exit lines for that damn boat but do you not think they were perhaps doing that on purpose gareth and just uh, had, just, had just you upset them that day <laughs> also <laughs> I'm coming back to you now. Yeah, I say I'm haunted now. Maybe so. I trained them, so may, maybe it was a, a cruel revenge that they. Uh, they but there's also the, the glorious. I remember being the dame for the first time, and I had, I had double J breasts, so I was not a small girl, and high heels and stockings and spenders, and taking to the stage the first time. I thought we were talking about theatre here. Oh, oh yes, sorry, oh, yeah, sorry, that was yes, a Friday night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were rambling. He does then, play a very good lady, actually. And then seeing all across the front row, my entire shift had turned up just to, just to see. That was <laughs> that was also quite embarrassing. I don't think they ever saw me in the same light again. More <laughs> but I think the good thing about panto is okay, you have to learn your lines, but actually, it doesn't matter if you uh, jiggle the words up a little bit yeah. or just improvise. We do have uh, a couple of characters that do like to improvise. Do you know, I have having, no idea why you're having, staring at me. Like. Having one line that turned into about half an hour speech, wasn't it? I think Look, uh, artistically, that was entirely necessary, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Everyone's got the 15 minutes of fame, you just wanted 20. (laughs) (laughs) Outside the NUH Panto then, um, what's sort of your theatrical experience? Uh, I I know that uh, that you two, that you're sort of um, treading the boards elsewhere. Yes, um, so I've been part, I've performed at the Arts Theatre, I've been part of Spotlight um, Performing Arts, as well as being on stage for the Nottingham Grand Show. I just, last year I just did my eighth or ninth um, wow. show so yeah 
Andrew? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I always used to love being <coughs> in school performances, but obviously, you know, that's just the other day, right? Uh, <laughs> that, last week, that was, that yeah. That is, yeah. Um, I think uh, I've tap danced on stage, which is great, so I love tap dancing. Uh, nothing professional, mind you. Um, but, yeah, I've been part of uh, Nottingham Scouting and Guiding Gang Show as well uh, over the last few years. Again, it's something that we didn't really know about until we, nope. we joined Guiding. Um, Sophie, at a very early age of five, but they didn't let her on stage till she she was about nine I think um, and and that's absolutely fantastic that that's if you've not seen a gang show again it's a mixture of um, fun laughter songs um, you know from different stage musical stage shows and um, you know and the, and the um, the comedy bits in between it's again it's absolutely fantastic so yeah I think that's where we've been I'd love to be on a Broadway show but I don't think I'm quite there yet <laughs> maybe this could be the launch of it well, no, no, no. this is it you see after after the show is finished so going back to the tap dancing how do you get rid of the, the aching ankles because it, the ankles and the calves that, I mean, that, that takes it out of you with tap dancing, doesn't it? So how, how do you get rid of the aching ankles and calves? Yeah, it does. I think uh, what we what Sophie and I do after any show is we book ourselves a nice spa, a spa weekend or I a spa day you. and just go and chill out. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it's there for, isn't it, really? So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Gareth, what about yourself, acting experience? Uh, I've been in Mansfield Palace Theatre performing there a few times. Um, things like the Darling Buds of May... Um, Hello, hello. I think I was in a performance of One Year Faulty Towers, and uh, I did, wow. I did perform in a. It was a particularly, a particularly rubbish. If I was to be honest, independent film on the, um, on the story of Robin Hood, where I think I had to play four characters. So, yeah, I think I was Friar Tuck, two guards, all sorts over the, uh, all with different hats in the hope that the audience wouldn't notice. So, so bits and bobs over the years. Oh, so. Okay, now then, Aladdin, is this? Production faithful to the sort of the Disney Aladdin, or because I know that you said that um, it, you know sort of it, it's been written. Um, so, how faithful to the Aladdin story is it that we know? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty faithful. The the, the basic framework skeleton of Definitely, the Aladdin story yeah, is there. You know, there's there's the evil magician. Aladdin is a is a hard working lad, but poor, who's fallen in love with the princess. Uh, and soon he's trapped in the cave, and then, of course, they'll manage to escape. And we'll have to see if they, if the princess and Aladdin end up together with the help of Wishy Washy and his mother. So it's, mm. the bare bones are there, but we're we're really lucky, I think, to have so many talented people involved in the Panto who've who've written us a fantastic script. You know, we're we're really very lucky to be able to to use the scripts that they produced. They wrote the mm. script last year as well. Uh, the liar bird and I, I know they're already working on next year's yes, they uh, are, definitely. script so you know if you do work in the hospital then please do and you'd like to get involved in the in the nuh hospital uh, society do come along to an audition whether it's your first time on stage or your hundredth time on stage then anybody who works in the hospital is welcome to to come along to to join in and it's it's not a case of sort of you know people who who just want to act you, you need people like people to paint sets and stuff like that and uh, you know hammer bit, bits of wood together and you know sort of the, just making of the sets and it, it all goes doesn't it towards the panto a good panto i think is a community coming together mm. it's uh, it's an audience working with the cast and the cast responding to the audience and you're right it, if you don't want to be on stage but you want to you play in, you want to play in the band or if you want mm. to help with the lighting or you just want to help 
backstage or front of house there is a role and uh, a place I think for everybody because I think that's an important message for Panto is actually yeah. is that there's a place for us all and that we all have different strengths and that we we can all bring that to the table to, to bring uh, to come together and put on a good show for all those people in the local area who need a bit of glitter song and dancing and who doesn't need a bit of glitter oh. song and dancing oh, yes. in their lives definitely and definitely. the good thing is that we do do it in January so it it, it, it takes away those Christmas blues yeah. um, as well and I think the main people that make the panto are definitely the audience oh. Yeah, oh, so definitely. you, you play come, off the audience yeah, don't you? please do come and see it and come and join in because the more you join in uh, the more uh, the longer the panto gets <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they could be sort of serving breakfast at uh, this <laughs> forming arts then possibly <laughs> so we'll take another break for music um this is a, li- a little bit of a quiz uh, no prizes for guessing but uh, what might be the connection what am I supposed to do with a girl like they are the casuals and jessamine uh, and now ben zinni can't leave uh, because the mic's on so morning ben how are you doing Hello. yes very well thank you <laughs> ben is on after uh, the show at 12 o'clock with his alphabet bonanza in the studio we've got uh, gareth howell who's playing the part of abacanoza um andrea west and sophie west who are in the ensemble doing doing everything in the ensemble they are so uh now then sophie and andrea music wise uh you two are boy band fans aren't you jls take that Andrew now is looking at me wondering how the hell does he know this? (laughs) (laughs) I've been stalking you all. Yeah, we do. We, we, yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, um, I think um, you know I wanted to introduce Sophie at a young age to all those wonderful pop stars out there. So you know being an absolutely fantastic mother then i had just had to go and see it but obviously go and see it with her it's got to be <laughs> done it, it's got to be done it has we've to seen be done. lots and lots of uh, shows and um musicals musicals and Definitely. Uh, yeah. we're always going down to london for a um theatre weekend trip I know you Sing are. at least something. Yeah. So the, the last thing, <laughs> the last thing we saw on stage was Peter Pan at Motorpoint Arena. With Boy George. Uh, with Boy George. Oh, oh my uh, God! I just love that guy, and he sang some of his, you know, his songs in it as well. And it was just like it was just like going back to, you know, uh, sitting there in your bedroom listening to the the top forty, recording it on your cassette. You know, when last you week then. To. Last week. Yeah, last week. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just uh, yeah, we love uh, yeah. We love, we love going, going to, to see all, so, all sorts of things, Everything. and uh, yeah. So we're actually going to go and see in a panto this evening as well. I wonder which oh, one that is. That, which one would that be? Mm, I think it mm. might be the one with the. Uh, it, has it got Mr. Richie in and, yes, and another yeah. doctor? Yes, exactly. Ah. Yeah. So, uh, Watch out, Shane. She's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hoped he was going to be here. Well, who, who could blame him? We, we shipped him out the back entrance. We did, just, oh. just in time. I warned him about you two. Um, so, Gareth, what about you with uh, with uh, music taste? What sort of music do you listen to? Well, I'm I, a bit of a rock fan, actually. So uh, me and a few of the cast went to listen to uh, to Sabaton, who do, uh, do songs based upon uh, military history. Yeah. and Oh, uh, right. He- he- yeah, heavy rock. And so... A variety from there to a bit of folk music, Max Boyce uh, singing Welsh rugby songs because my family come from South Wales. And uh, if people are unlucky and I've had enough to drink, I will start belting out Welsh uh, Welsh folk songs at the top of my voice. Oh, if only we'd got time. I mean, we've only, <laughs> we've only got 20 minutes left. Oh, what a shame. Oh, yeah. 
I, c- I could have said then if you'd have done some Welsh stuff I, c- I could have said I was there ah uh, yes yes I was there yes I was there <laughs> and for people who don't know what I'm talking about check out Max Boyce uh, that, that's all that's all I'm going to say um, so uh, let's talk about the band then that's um, let's get the band back together for Aladdin um, is it live or, or, or oh, yes. is there some yes, recorded definitely. stuff in there no, it's live. It's they all, all live. They all um, perform live for us. Yes, led by one of the uh, the doctors from the maternity uh, wards. She's got a really talented group of uh, group of people to to be our band. And I'm always flabbergasted by just how talented they are because. Mm. Well, certainly when I'm singing my, my knowledge of rhythm is is weak. But what I've noticed is that instead of them failing to to have me fit to them they fit to me which i think must take real talent for a musician to look at me <laughs> clomping along on stage thinking this man needs to us to change the music on the fly as he's singing it shows real talent and if he's working in the delivery uh, department then he'll be delivering a uh, she, really she'll, she'll, solid yeah, she, soundtrack well yes and so um, but all of them all of the them there are they're all hospital staff and they get they got together last weekend for their first rehearsal as a band and it was just to be able to see them just pick up their instruments, look at the cuts, and then write the, the sheet music to fit to, with the uh, with what we were singing, and to start to perform it was a, was a really humbling experience. I think it's always nice to see talented people doing the work that they love and enjoy. And, and that's what's great about theatre as well, because I mean, the, I hate to use the word amateur, but amateur just means for the love of, and people mm. take that sort of the wrong way. Um, but y- you've got to love going on stage, haven't you? To, you know, to to actually go and, and perform and, and sing and dance and do everything else. Uh, it is very different actually performing to a live band, you know, because mm. <clears throat> a lot of our rehearsals are done to sort of pre-recorded music, um, you know, that we've probably borrowed off YouTube, and that, and then when you when you're actually performing to a live band, it is really really quite different. But absolutely fantastic, and and they are really really talented. I mean, I used to play musical instruments years and years ago, and but I wouldn't be able to keep up with them honestly. So that's why I never volunteer for the band. <laughs> and, and Gareth, with you saying sort of they are keeping up with you, if that was a, a recorded backing track, you'd have to be spot on with hitting that cue. Whereas Indeed. if you've got a live band, they could they can work to you. They, you they are the very forgiving for me. Whereas for for some of our more accomplished singers, then they, the two of them can really feel feed off each other and. Uh, produce a, a wonderful sound whereas I need the su- I need the support of the band quite frankly to to, to get through some of my songs but hope- hopefully the audience will enjoy it and what we've been working together through marvellous stuff um, it's at the Squire Performing Arts Centre um, and oh I've got the I've got the dates here uh, January the 14th to the 20th uh, on there so um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about the panto um, after this this sort of ties in a little bit with uh, with what you've been doing Gareth this next song and also with one of the characters That is my tie and a track called History. Uh, what's the connection? Well, uh, we've already found out that uh, Gareth is heavily involved in history um, because you go out and do talks uh, about history. I do, yes. I, I'm privileged enough to occasionally be called in as a history advisor for BBC Radio Knots. And I, I lecture up and down the country. So I, I recently doing a, a lecture on the Second World War down in Oxfordshire, which, is, which was very nice for people to come along to. So, you know, if anybody did need three hours of uh, of history lecturing, <laughs> then at least some of them stayed awake through uh, throughout. 
but yeah, history is one of my real loves when I'm not on the uh, the stage. It's like being back to Ben's uh, New Year's Eve, staying awake, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for that, Ben. <laughs> so, and also Mai Tai, the uh, the band who who um, sing that. There's a character in there called Mai Tai in Aladdin, isn't there? There is. Mai Tai is is, uh, is the best friend and uh, and handmaiden, I suppose, to the princess. Uh, Princess Lotus Blossom, with an outrageous French accent, which for any of you, for any of you who are fans of a lower low, I think will really appreciate uh, what Harry is uh, Harry is doing with his role. He's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so he is his first year with the NUH Pantomime Society, and he is he has been a real find. We I, I I bless the day that he came along for an audition because he brings such life and verve to that character that we're looking forward to him taking on our stage for the first time. And I'm sure Harry will, uh, while he's on there, will say this only once. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sorry>. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you can see the time I've took on working out this, this lot. So it's to have you lot in. Um, so, and you're also a special constable um, as well. Tell us exactly what a special constable actually does. Well, we uh, we have all the powers of uh, a paid police officer. We just don't we just don't get paid, and so the uniform is the same. The um, the, the legal the legal powers are the same. The duty is the same. So I'm uh, I'm special chief inspector in charge of uh, of training and city division at the moment. So I, I look after all the unpaid officers who keep people safe uh, on the evenings, the weekends. Uh, really proud to to serve the people of Nottingham in, in that regard. Yeah. And, of course, with the mix between the two, you've obviously copped the best role uh, as director and Abakanaza. Well, that... <laughs> Poor <laughs> Sophie is sat here going, oh, my God, how many more? <laughs> I'm used to it, don't worry. You've only got 12 minutes left of me, Sophie, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's talk about theatre, then, because we mentioned it um, before. Um, what what are your sort of theatre preferences? I know, I know that um, Andrew and Sophie, you like musicals, don't you? So Gareth, are you, are you the same? Are you a musicals fan? I do like a musical, but you know, I, I also really like seeing uh, Shakespeare performed mm. live. I'm trying to see all of Shakespeare's plays performed in Stratford upon Avon, and to see it performed well is a, is a, is a real delight. And so a few of uh, a few of the cast we popped down to the theatre together. We all went to see the the Playhouse Panto yes. as a cast recently, just to see how the amateurs get on. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, see if you could give them any tips. Yeah, yeah, to give them some advice for all, uh, from our wealth of experience. But there's just nothing like seeing live entertainment. You know, absolutely, the, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's great watching it on the TV, but when you see it live, it's a, just a completely different it's atmosphere. Not the same. It's not the same. It's, no. it's amazing, and, and you get really drawn into the moment as well. And, you know, the, the, there's so, so many talented people um, you know, in the in the whole world, that it's just amazing if you get the opportunity to see anybody live. Uh, we're all amazing as well, so please do come and watch us. Tickets are still available. Well, I, I, I mean, I think anybody who goes on stage and can remember the lines and can walk and talk, sing mm. and dance, play instruments, you know, that's that's got to be a, a special type of person. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think it's a real privilege to to go in on stage in front of people because mm. that moment when you you look out into the lights and you, you see people laughing and, and enjoying themselves and appreciating what you're doing and there's a really magical feeling I think inside of you when you, you realise that you've brought joy to other people's lives and after the show when you, you get the, the young children coming up to get their, their, their kids to come and get your autographs and get their programmes signed uh, so there, there is still a small group of, uh, of children who are convinced that, uh, that Beth, one of our cast, actually is Duke Henry 
and oh, yeah. I was talking to their parents over the summer and they were saying that they that their daughter just hadn't stopped talking about how, how privileged it was that her, her parents knew Duke Henry of Pan, Pantarabia and that, that to them, they were, the children, they were real people and Pantarabia yeah. was a place and that they, they were looking forward to seeing it again and how it was one of the best moments of Christmas for them. So that gives you a special warm feeling, a warm glow I think in your heart to know that that no matter what's happening in the world, there is there is still song and dance and happiness and you know, happy childhood memories brought about because you you take the stage and you share the time together with the audience. I think is a is a real privilege. And it's a tribute to to all of your acting skills uh, that you know that you get these kids and they they buy into it. They believe, they believe. that you are those characters. And uh, it's nice when afterwards, you know, if you go out with with the costumes on and everything, the kids can be. It just makes their day, doesn't it? You know, getting a picture with with Abakanaza and. Oh. Uh, and, and the ensemble, of course. Of course. Okay, as well. yeah, yeah. And the, the, the horde of, of girls wanting to go get their pictures taken with the princess. And they, oh, yeah. They turn up in their dresses to watch the show. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a wonderful moment, I think. Mm. And uh, But, of course, also the society raises a, a lot of money for charity. So if you can come along and support us, we'd love to have you there. It's um, the, the point of the society, I suppose, is not just to give us a... A, a nice e a nice week of shows and not just but it's to, to put on a show for many people who can't afford to see the professional shows or the theatre hall or the playhouse a lot of people who struggle this time of year like mm. many of us do our, our panto is there for you but also the all the profits that we raise of course goes goes to help improve patient care in the hospital you know we're, we're not a we're not a profit making society you know, we're very much a, a charity and so Although I, I do it, I must admit, for, for the love of performing in front of an audience. I'm also yes. very proud to be, to be working alongside you all, who, uh, who give so much to, uh, to the people of Nottingham. Uh, d just tell us a little bit about th that money. Is, you know, you, you said it's going to sort of, you know, the care of uh, people in, inside hospitals. Mm. Is there a particular aim for that money to go to, or is it just to be sort of... Any, what, uh, what's it for? Any ward or, uh, or hospital uh, care in the, in the county... Who, who would like some money for our projects can apply to our hot to the hospital panto and we we will, we will as a committee we look and try and give as much money as we can to good causes so we're about to make to hand over some money to the to the bereavement center for the qmc to try and support people who who need it most really in their, in their in their darkest moments we'd like to be able to support them as a pantomime society so we're making some money available to the bereavement center but previous projects we, we donated money so that um, children in hospital could look after chickens and raise chickens from eggs and just little things that the the, the nhs budget won't cover but can make a big difference to, to patients staying in hospital we try and make money available for that well, it was um, Sophie made a suggestion last time as to for the um, for the prehab team. Yeah. Um, mm. So they, they get um, patient cancer patients re um, ready for surgery, and um, so they ended up buying a um, hot hot water urn um, to make it available for all patients and carers to be able to have a drink while they're they're doing their exercises or just speaking to other members of the um, prehab team. It's the the little things that um, you know, sort of the. the mm. I was going to say big budget, but I mean big budget in NHS doesn't really go together, does it? <laughs> um, but uh, but the budget that they've got, it, it's the things that get missed that slip through the net. As you say, like things like who'd have thought of a hot water urn, you know, and uh, you know the money goes to things like that, which, which is brilliant. So, um, right, so we uh, we're in there. When, when do you get the get in? By the way. 
Oh, we are we having a rehearsal this afternoon. Yeah. Our first rehearsal on the stage itself is Thursday. I am really excited about seeing the cast on on the stage. Rather than at the moment, we have to tape out the the shape of a stage on the hospital well-being room where we've been. <laughs> so if anybody's been hearing manic evil laughter on a Monday night booming down hospital <laughs> corridors, wondering what's going on, that's been us in rehearsals in the QMC. See, that's always a worry if you're in hospital and you hear this evil maniacal laughter. There have been you're thinking, what the heck patients. is that doctor doing to that person? Oh, there have been that, some poor but, patients. <laughs> and all they can hear is <laughs> or that poor department that's right next to the well-being room I really don't know what they think either but um, I mean the good thing about uh, the first time on stage it's just absolutely amazing and it, you, you just it, it comes to light you know what you've been rehearsing and things like that and you can't look at yourself in the mirror either you just <laughs> no. literally oh, no. have to perform out to that audience so a huge thanks to the Squires Performing Arts Centre for yeah. giving us a new home as we as we were made homeless for uh, for for our for our show this year and they they, they took us in yes, and we did we we'll, we're now spoilt with professional uh, with professional facilities for our for our show but you're right although we're an amateur panto we're, we're an amateur only in the regards to the fact that we're doing it for the love of yeah. panto and that we're not being paid uh what i've noticed across uh, across my many different ways of working for the people of nottingham is that if you want to see a, a quality performance then it's, it's the amateurs yeah. who will put heart and soul Absolutely. into making sure that, that, yeah. that you have a great time. I'll, I'll back that as well. So where can people get tickets from? If you go onto the uh, to the Squires Performing Arts Centre website, then there are still tickets available for those shows. Yes. Uh, I think the matinee shows might might be nearly sold out now, which, which is great for us, of course, and great for the charity courses that we can donate money to. But there are still tickets available, I think, for most of the shows. And the first show will be, uh, good Lord, it'll be Sunday next uh, yeah. Sunday. Next, yes, yes, Sunday. next yeah, good and that, Lord. And that one has only a handful of tickets left, I think. Um, the matinee shows are always the ones that the children want to go to because it's the afternoon and then you've still, it's not too late, too late a night. Exactly. But, um, yeah. But yeah, so. But uh, the Squires Performing Arts Centre website will be your friend yeah. for those who are hunting yes. for tickets. And the tickets are through Eventbrite. Marvellous well. stuff. It's January the 14th, which is next Sunday, all the way through to Saturday the 20th. It's at the Squire Performing Arts Centre uh, on Arboretum Street near the Old Girls High School. Uh, go along, support them. It's the NUH Pantomime Society, and they're performing Aladdin. Thank you so much. It's been lovely to meet Thank you. you very oh, much. Thank you for having us. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you.